Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey everybody, welcome to Cinema Trip Reviews. I am Wyatt, and today we're going to be talking about the David Lynch 2006 movie Inland Empire, starring Laura Dern and Justin Theroux, and also Jeremy Irons is in there as well. Uh, now, this is, of course, directed by David Lynch, you know, well-known for Twin Peaks, Mulholland Drive, Eraserhead, Elephant Man, Lost Highway, tons of different work, you know, tons of different stuff spread across his career here. Um, I, for one, am a huge fan of David Lynch. Uh, I absolutely love Twin Peaks, you know, the show and the movie Fire Walk With Me. Um, I do, I really like Mulholland Drive. Uh, Blue Velvet is a great fucking movie as well. Now, Inland Empire is a whole, whole different beast altogether than a lot of his other work. This movie is notoriously very Lynchian very Lynchian just doing some research into it this is probably his most ambitious and experimental work to date um you know outside of the the part eight of the you know Twin Peaks Return series that came out in like 2017 you know there's a lot of stuff going into this film you know just reading about it nobody really knows what it's about really at all um not even the marketing team behind the movie that worked with David Lynch knew how to market it because they didn't even know what the movie was about so they just came up with just the tagline a woman in trouble that's all that's all they could really describe it as and even Lynch when I ask him what it's about he just says a woman in trouble what the bloody hell's going on? just that tells you you're in for a ride if you watch this movie this movie is almost you know a minute away from three hours long and it you know, that is incredibly long for this type of movie because this is a movie I, I've never seen anything like it before. Um, you really, there's still a lot of weird stuff in the beginning, but I would say probably through the first half hour, 40 minutes, you actually get some resemblance of a regular movie in some sense. But from, you know, that 30 or 40 minutes to the end of the movie, you just get crazy nightmare uh, fever dream you know, vibes, just a lot of crazy out there experimental stuff. And, you know, and there's a good reason for it. I mean, it's David Lynch. This was his David Lynch's last feature film before he went on and just doing all of his shorts. He does like the weather reports every day on YouTube and the number of the day. He also made, you know, Twin Peaks, the return in 2017 on with Showtime. There was a rumored other uh, series that was in production called Wisteria or an un, uh, unrecorded night uh, supposedly supposed to be like a, a spin-off kind of Twin Peaks kind of a continuation of the end of Twin Peaks which you know keep my fingers crossed hoping it still happens still happens and then there was also a rumored movie uh, at Cannes Film Festival this year which you know he denied and then obviously nothing ever happened about it but this movie was shot on a handheld Sony DSR PD 150, pretty much just a handheld Sony recorder. You could totally tell, you know, the quality is there. It's it's out there. Uh, a lot of grainy shots. A lot of the dark spots are very dark. Uh, a lot of close-ups on people's faces, just going straight in there. It's very unsettling. And this movie, as it was being filmed on a handheld recorder, uh, it was also being written as they were filming it. And David Lynch, when he pitched this movie to Laura Dern, you know, Laura Dern has worked with David Lynch a lot throughout her career, you know, with Blue Velvet, uh, Wild at Heart. Uh, she was also in Twin Peaks, The Return. I 
pretty sure she was in something else of his, his as well. Uh, but they have a very good history together and very good chemistry. And apparently his pitch to Laura Dern was, let's experiment. Like, I want, let's just go out there and experiment and see what we come up with. And it's some of the most innovative filmmaking I have ever seen. Uh, this movie is unlike anything I've ever seen in cinema. Uh, I, when I was kind of doing research and reading up about it, someone, I forget who it was, put it absolutely perfectly. This is a great movie I would recommend to nobody. <laughs> because unless you're, you're very big on art or you're very huge into Lynch's body of work, this isn't the movie for you. Not at all. Uh, someone that just, you know, loves filmmaking, they may enjoy it, but just, you know, a casual person just wants to watch a movie, you're not going to like this at all. Uh, this is extremely out there. Uh, I, I, for one, enjoyed it the whole time because the whole time I was trying to piece it all together and try to figure out what the hell was going on in this movie. Um, but alas, I wasn't able to do it because this is, you know, I talked about Lynch leaving it very open-ended for people to interpret for themselves. This is a, the definition of it. I mean, the basic premise of this movie I can give you is Laura Dern is an actress. She is up for this new role in this movie. And she gets the role in the movie and they find out it is a remake of a, an older movie that was, you know, was never completed because the two leads got murdered while it was being made. And apparently the film is cursed. Pretty much from there, that's whenever it goes balls to the wall crazy for the next two and a half hours two hours now this isn't a movie i would be able to go through like have like we have done you know through all of our reviews leading up to this this is not a movie i can break down scene by scene going forward um i can just really talk about how crazy it is <laughs> i mean you got some regulars in there uh you got harry dean stanton uh, who is in a lot of a lot of David Lynch's work? Uh, you got Laura, uh, not Laura Palmer, <laughs> Laura Dern, Laura Palmer's from Twin Peaks. Justin Thoreau, who was in also in Mulholland Drive, and you got Sarah Palmer herself, uh, Grace Zabritsky. She is a, a neighbor of Laura Dern's that you see at the beginning of this movie, and it, her scene is so unsettling and so creepy. She has such a way of playing a creepy character. It's anybody who has seen. Twin Peaks to Return can attest. She is so damn creepy and scary in Twin Peaks to Return. And she's also creepy for a whole different reason in this movie. You have a new role to play, I hear. Up for a role. No, no. I definitely heard that you have it. She has an axe, a thick accent, and she's the neighbor, and she invites herself over, and she thinks the neighbors should all, all every neighbor that lives next to each other should know each other. But she says, oh, you're up for a movie. Uh, you're going to get the role. And she's like, oh, I don't know that. And she's like, no, you're going to get the role. And she's like, well, what's it about? And, and she's like, is there murder involved? And she's like, no, I don't think there's anything like that. And she's like, yes, there is. There is murder. Uh, a lot of the th things that Sarah Palmer says in this you know, opening scene they come true throughout the rest of the movie here. Uh, you know, a couple of the themes, especially actions have consequences. And you hear that a couple of times throughout this movie, that actions have consequences. And boy, do they certainly. Because Laura Dern goes through it, this movie. Now, Jeremy Irons is great as the director that's filming the picture in this. Justin Thoreau is, has, does a great job in this as well. William H. Macy has a just a small small little cameo as like an announcer for this talk show they go on uh, but really it's so hard to go into what makes this movie crazy because it's just very lynchian you get just a lot of his style and you get his you know the the music going through 
is very similar to music you hear throughout the rest of David Lynch's body of work. Uh, a lot of the stuff was written by him himself. Just the way that it's shot, you get a lot of, you know, up close and personal in people's faces shots. You get a lot of fade out shots into, you know, fading into different shots. Uh, there's one particular shot I love where Laura Dern's in this room. She has this vision. She's in this room of, of prostitutes. She puts her hands in front of her face. And whenever she opens her hands, she's in somewhere else. She's like in the middle of this snowy street. And I just love the way that that was shot. It was great. But it's it's just so weird, man. It's so weird. It's and I You could say that about damn near everything that David Lynch does. And that's why I love it so much. And the thing with David Lynch is it's very... He's an artist first and a director second. That's what pretty much everybody says. He's an artist first, director second. Because every time I'm watching a David Lynch film or, some, or a TV show or just anything from his body of work... It's just a piece of art. It feels way different than a normal film would. And it's very unique. And that's what I love about his, you know, his work. A lot of weird stuff like The Rabbits, uh, which was like a short film project he was working on that kind of led into this movie. He's like, oh, this would be interesting. Maybe I can build off of this. Where it's just kind of a faraway shot looking at this like green room. And there's just people in rabbit costumes just with suits on going about their day. Apparently Naomi Watts is one of the rabbits. Uh, but it gets super weird and dark at some points, and then it goes into an entirely different other scene. But just kind of reading some of the explanations or some people's theories about this, and even just watching the movie itself, it seems Laura Dern's playing multiple characters throughout this movie. There's at least two or three different characters that she plays. Uh, and then it goes into like different foreign aspects where you're 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 using foreign languages and like in a different country. Uh, and it kind of go, it goes back and forth, back and forth between all these different weird things. And then you're incorporating the rabbits into this. You're incorporating the, you know, the prostitutes. They're, they're kind of just speaking in riddles. You'll be dreaming. And a kind of sleep. When you open your eyes, someone familiar a little you know a little bit and then all of a sudden they break out in a choreographed musical dance these prostitutes it happens like twice throughout the movie but it's very strange very odd and i just spent the you know it's three hours but it didn't feel like it's three hours because i was so locked in and i was trying to piece it all together and figure out what the fuck was going on in this movie but it was it was great i had a great time in this and the reason we're talking about in the empire is because the four K restoration is coming out here in theaters that you know supervised by David Lynch they just announced a Lost Highway 4K restoration that's going to be coming out here shortly so it's it seems like David Lynch is really going back and kind of tweaking his his older works revamping them to be re-released and there's also you know rumors of him going back and maybe recutting Dune eventually you know famously you know the studio didn't let David do a lot of things and they didn't give him final cut on this on Dune but that's a story for another time it's so hard to talk about this movie, man. It's, and like I said, it's it's hard to recommend it to just a general moviegoer, you know, unless you're very into David Lynch or you just love artistic things. Um, because by the end of the movie, you kind of get an idea of what happened, but you don't know how you got there, <laughs> in a sense. Um, at a certain point, you just feel like you you fall asleep and you go into a nightmare dream world, and that's what the, that's where you're living in for the rest of this two hour runtime until the very end. 
And there's a couple spots in the movie that are just so creepy and so, uh, I don't want to say scary, but there's a couple jump scares in this as well. He's just very, very good at giving you that creepy, dark, atmospheric movie where you just know something's not going to go right. But talk about Laura Dern, man. David Lynch, famously, after this movie, he didn't have the money to go out and, and buy a bunch of ads in the local trades to try to support Laura Dern for an Oscar at that point. Uh, damn well, she probably deserved it at the, you know, watching this movie, she gives one hell of a performance. Laura Dern is absolutely fantastic in this movie. I mean, she's fantastic in damn near everything, everything she does as well. Uh, but famously David Lynch went out in the middle of like Hollywood, just sitting in a director's chair with this huge banner that says for your consideration, Laura Dern. And then he just sat there and there was a cow beside him. You know, there's, I don't think there's any cows in this movie, uh, just trying to get support for her to get nominated for an Oscar. Uh, and it, I mean, it, it didn't work, but it got a lot of attention for, for good reasons. And it's just another example of just David Lynch doing things outside of the norm, which, you know, I, I, I love and I respect from him at the same time, because he does what he, whatever he wants, whenever he wants. But I love it, man. And um, it, it's so funny because I, I, Throughout this movie, I, I was sitting here and I was just taking, you know, I took a couple pages, pages of notes, just thinking, oh, I'm going to go through and try to break down this because through the, like I said, through the first 40 minutes, I was like, okay, it's a little weird. It's, it's David Lynch, but I think, I don't think it's as weird as what people were saying. Like, I'm kind of getting the gist of it a little bit. I'm following the story and then bam. It hits you with the, all the crazy shit for the rest of the movie, and I just, I kind of gave up on the notes, because I was like, I have no clue how I'm going to review and break down this fucking movie. Um, it's just balls-to-the-wall bananas at certain points. There's so many damn great shots, and even though it's it's shot on a handheld camera, it's very uh, kind of glitchy in certain spots. You know, the dark, you know, the dark uh, moments of the movie are very dark and you can kind of see some of the glitchiness in it. You know, just the low budget, uh, just the way that it looked on a handheld camera in 2006. But I, I saw some of the 4K restoration and it looks fucking fantastic. And I cannot wait to watch that version of it. But I think the, the handheld, you know, grittiness of that camera gives it a lot of character as well. It makes the movie what it is, which I don't, I don't think the 4K restoration is going to ruin it at all. I think it's going to improve on it a, a decent bit. You're probably going to be able to see some stuff you didn't notice before. I really enjoyed this one. Like I said, it has a couple themes in there, like uh, your consequences have actions. It, it also goes back to like living inside of a dream and a lot of dreams. Uh because like a lot of other Dave Lynch's stuff, you feel like you're in a dream when you're watching this movie. It feels like this is in a dream, which makes you think, is this all a dream? Is she just going crazy or, or what? What's going on here? There's also a woman in the movie that kind of cuts back to sporadically who's just kind of sitting on a bed, on the corner of a bed crying, just watching a, a staticky TV. It flips to like she's watching the movie that Laura Dern is in. Uh, so you don't really know what's going on here. You don't know if she's possibly the prostitute you see at the very beginning of the movie or throughout the rest of the movie um or what you know there's theories about this girl the movie is technically about this girl that's crying and she's going through all this stuff she's imagining laura dern in her head to kind of cope with all the issues she's having within her own life which would explain kind of towards the end she she gets it all together she goes out and she she sees her family again and 
you know, she kind of coped with the trauma that she's experiencing in her life, which is a good way to look at it as well. But you can also look at it from like, all right, Laura Dern's point of view. She's an actress. She's going through it. She's part of this curse. Uh, someone's trying to kill her. There's a lot, a lot to this movie, man. And it's it's so hard to unpack us in a in a in a general review. I'm gonna leave that to, you know, all the people that do those sort of breakdowns. The people that specifically go through David Lynch's work with a fine tooth comb and try to figure it out. But that's not the point of a David Lynch movie. It's not meant to be figured out. You know, it's it's just up for your own interpretation. I don't think he had when he makes these movies, obviously there's he sees something in these. He there's something that he gets out of it. There's a vision that he sees. But to everybody else, he wants you to have your own interpretation of it. There's just not there's just not a set thing about this movie that you can figure out. Uh, and I know damn well a lot of people have tried, but I'm not going to be one of those people. Uh, I'm just going to take it at face value of what I saw and what I kind of pieced together as I was watching it. There is one character that they hint at and they talk about in the movie, and he's called the the Phantom or the Magician or the Hypnotist. And it seems like he's kind of what sets the motion or is controlling everything behind the scenes. And it all comes to an end there at the end of the movie where she, she confronts the, the magician. But yeah, you're getting, you're getting multiple different versions of Laura Dern here. You're getting the being a Laura Dern actress. You get a Laura Dern who was married. She became pregnant. The husband, you know, didn't, didn't want a baby. Um, and they were kind of living living rough at that point in time. You don't really see what happens in the middle there, but she ends up like turning to prostitution, and she ends up going and meeting with this detective, and he's she's just telling him all oh, these just terrible, these terrible stories of just what has, what has happened to her in the past, and it's it's so hard to break down. But it seems like there's multiple versions of Laura Dern in this movie, uh, and that kind of supports the you know the dream within a dream, and there's like different multiverses, and I don't know. It's it blew it blows my mind trying to talk about it. It it just scrambles my mind. It's it was a a very enjoyable experience. I am looking forward to watching the movie again. David Lynch created such an artistic masterpiece with this movie. Where and I I can't stress this enough. Just like a general movie, you know, the normal moviegoer is not going to like this movie. Not at all. Uh, it's it's completely out there. It was it was an interesting watch. It was definitely an interesting watch. I'm glad I watched it. You know, it's I've tried to to go out and watch every thing of David Lynch's that I could. Some are harder to find than others. Most of David Lynch's movies aren't available for streaming. Uh, so as of recently, I've been kind of finding, trying to find them on Blu-ray or through the Criterion Collection, trying to gather them up. That way I have them so I can watch them if I need to eventually. But I'm not done uh, reviewing David Lynch's work. You'll probably see me reviewing this here, every uh, his work every so often. The schedule for these reviews recently has been, we're reviewing a movie every single week. Um, one week, I'm going to have, you know, a special guest like Alex or Vernon on here reviewing a movie with me. The next week, it'll probably just be me doing something. It's a little easier on everybody else to make time to do something like that. Um, next week, I don't know who, what we're going to be reviewing. They haven't let me know yet. Uh, but the week after, I'll probably be going right back to David Lynch's work, and I'm going to be reviewing Fire Walk With Me, uh, the Twin Peaks movie. Because uh, me and my girl, we just recently rewatched all the Twin Peaks again. Definitely want to get back into the movie and do a review of that here. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to check out all the content across the Waves 5 media channel. Got a ton of different stuff there. Uh, if you're watching this on the Cinema Trip channel, 
head on over to Waves 5 and like, share, and subscribe. If you're on watching this on Waves 5, make sure to like, share, and subscribe on the Cinema Trip Reviews channel itself. We're trying to get things popping over there. And also make sure to follow us at Waves 5 Media on Twitter. And uh, stay tuned because we're having reviews every single week going forward. And we'll see everybody next time. <laughs>